We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a play-by-play announcer who loves to save money. And here at Progressive, it's discounts all day. The customer's a safe driver and nails it with a discount. Signed up for paperless billing, and it's a discount from downtown. Insuring multiple vehicles, and kablam, shakalaka, fadeaway, cross-court, coast-to-coast, discount mania! Whew, should we go to commercial? Wait, this is a commercial. With all kinds of discounts, Progressive helps you save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Discounts not available in all states or situations. I can't stand working for that one reason. Like, (laughs) that's literally the one thing I hate most about working. Not like that I have to do work or I have to spend my whole day there, but it's really tough to be able to pay attention to Champions League at all. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and Jamie Bazo. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. This is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com. It is Thursday night, and we're talking Major League Soccer, as usual, with J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath. We are looking at the final weekend of the regular season, where we have the first full slate of the entire year. Gentlemen, I'm looking at the DraftKings uh, lineup page, and it seems like just an endless scroll of players who are over $10,000. But <laughs> some teams have you know, have qualified. Some are still fighting for playoff spots. A little positioning going on. Supporter Shield is still up for grabs. JD, what, who is the best player for this weekend? Ah, oh, that's such a tough question. I should have known it was going to come <laughs> right away. Um I, I this is a guy that I don't think necessarily has the the highest ceiling. Someone's bound to outscore him, but he's a guy that probably is going to be in more of my lineups than anybody else. And it's Fabian Espindola. Whoa! Uh, DC United is traveling to Columbus. They're only separated by one point, and uh, whoever wins this game is going to. If somebody wins this game, they're going to get the bye in the playoffs. They're mm-hmm. going to lock up the two seed. Um, Columbus is without Kai Kamara. They're without Federico Higuain. Uh, Fabian Espindola has looked great the last couple of games. I think DC United is kind of rounding into offensive form. They're looking dangerous. Um, and I think Columbus, last game, they got a shutout, but it was their first in like four or five Seven months. Years, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe the first since DraftKings has adopted MLS fantasy <laughs> competitions. So, yeah, I think Espindola is a great play. I don't care that he's on the road. It's not like it's a long trip. Um, so I, DC has everything to play for, um, and Columbus is missing their two best players. So that's a guy that. I like a lot. Love that response. Skyler. Um, yeah, I love Espindola. He's had a couple of really good games. Uh, I think he's had like, I don't know, 26, I think he had 26 points this past week and most of that the game before. So. Definitely uh, the hot hand right there. What's up with Iguain? I knew Kyle was out, but what's going on with him? Uh, that's a great question, but some I have this listed in our, our rankings page that Iguain's going to miss. Okay. I don't know who I don't know who wrote it. Maybe DJ. Yeah. Okay. okay that changes things for me a little bit. Yeah, I thought he was in, but. Um, No, for me, um, probably the top player is Drogba. Um, He's uh, compiling some stats earlier, and here comes some numbers uh, at you. He's got seven goals and 122 points in his last four home games. So that's uh, that's a pretty big total there. I think (laughs) one of those was a 45-pointer. And it's it's the... Montreal-Toronto game, so I think he'll be up for it going against Giovinco. I was hoping for the goal fest last game with Toronto FC and Columbus. It didn't happen, so maybe we'll get to see it in this one. And like JD said, the uh, Impact have something to play for. They're going to be playing for, I believe, a bye in the first round of the playoffs and home field advantage. So I could see another big game from Drogba. Yeah, it would be really tough for the Impact to get the bye, but they could get the third seed. I mean, they, they're mathematically not out of the bye, but D.C. and Columbus would have to tie. It's not yeah, crazy. No, you're right. Yeah, act- you're right. Actually, I take that back. they can't get the bye because D.C. or Columbus would, oh, they would earn a point from this. Yeah. 
but, but still, no, I mean, Trogba's going to want to perform so they get that top seed, or the three seed, rather. I Drogba yeah, I, I, was one of the guys I considered when Andrew asked that question. But if they if they draw, oh, I'm sorry, because DC's already at fifty. Yeah, someone has to get a point out of that. Gotcha. So gotcha, DC yep. would either move to four ahead, or Columbus would get three. Yep. I'm going to confirm that Iguain is, is out for yellow card accumulation. He got one last weekend. Uh, well, which so is going to shift Jack Mack in for the crew. Jack Mack. <laughs> Jack Mack, and I don't. I don't know, because isn't Mabwati injured? So maybe they'll play someone like Ben Spees in the kind of the the attacking midfield role. That would be interesting. Yeah, and we might be playing the field too. Aaron Schoenfeld is being rumored on the uh, SB Nation's Massive Report. It was the Columbus blog there. He is. T- talk about massive report. Aaron Schoenfeld is massive. <laughs> so that would be an interesting play, like a little stack with... Harrison a fool maybe thirty five hundred on DraftKings. Great so, tournament flyer. Yeah, really. So, neither of you said Javinko. Speaking of Columbus and Toronto and the last week's goal fest, we expected. Holy cow! Did Javinko and Kamara disappoint? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we I were mean, I uh, was... Ethan Finley go away from having to do something crazy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. We said that if it was zero zero, we were gonna do something crazy. But I, uh, I don't know. I I spent a whole lot of my Saturday morning writing this article, telling people why they needed to play a a minimum priced Mark Bloom that might not even be on the roster. <laughs> it was the so most could... the most words ever written about Mark Bloom in a fantasy article. <laughs> so they could fit those two in, and then they go and th- throw up a goose egg. It was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean. Everything was pointing to a goal fest that game. It was kind of drawn up as the battle of the golden boot candidates and Kai gets his yellow and yeah, it was seemed like the crew were playing more of a defensive game just to get into the playoffs and uh it was a tough one to uh watch. It was fun. It was tough from a fantasy perspective, but it was a, a fun game to watch. So they yep. go they go into the final week tied. Kamara's obviously not gonna score. Javinko's got the clear opportunity. Well, Javinko can, with a goal and an assist, can end up leading the league in both because he's tied for both right now. Christian Maidana is also at 15 assists with Javinko. Just incredible numbers. But do you guys think Javinko has a goal, or, or do you just think that the Spindola has more? Like, what? Why not well, so th- much love for Javinko? Well, Spindola is $4,100 cheaper, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, Javinko's um, at 14 too, which. Um, I mentioned earlier this week that uh, somewhere else that Ronaldo was at fourteen thousand in the Champions League, and that was the fir- I think that was the first time I'd ever seen fourteen thousand. And here's Javinko, two hundred bucks more. Yeah, I think my thing with Javinko is we have this full slate. We have twenty teams to pick from. Surely somebody out there. I mean, there's going to be some combination of fairly high-priced players that's better than Javinko. Like what, spending fourteen thousand two hundred dollars on him is just crippling the rest of your lineup. And this is the biggest player pool we've ever had for MLS. So I just think the opportunity cost is too much. That said, he'll certainly be in a, a, an okay amount of my lineups. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think 50%, um, but I think maybe a, a quarter of my lineups perhaps will get it just to have him. So Espindola and a fool are better than Javinko and Mark Bloom. <laughs> uh <laughs> 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. Shot. Okay. Scott? Yeah, I think we all know what Giovinco is capable of. I mean, I think he's certainly worthy of a $14,000-plus price tag. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's probably in with maybe two or three other players on the, even on a huge slate like this that's capable of putting like 40 to 50 points up. So I'll definitely have some exposure to him. Um, but like JD said, I think with as many players available, you're going to be able to find a guy that's $4,000 cheaper that could put up. I mean, for me, Drogba, he's just about $4,000 cheaper and he's, put up some 30-point games lately, um, that 45-point game I mentioned. So, you know, I'm going to be, I'm especially in some of these big tournaments, like you're going to have to have more money to spread around in other positions. So I'm definitely going to be looking to save some with a uh, player like Drogba or Spindler that I think might have as much upside as Giovinco. Well, speaking, yeah, I agree. Speaking of the other positions, you've got eight midfielders that are at least 9,000, which is hardly a small sum. Kaká leads the way at 10-5. We have kind of discussed a number of times in this podcast that we like paying up for, you know, at least two upper price forwards, a third if we can get them. Uh, you're not going to be able to do that if you take one of these midfielders. Uh, JD, do you find any of these guys worthy of, of paying that high? I uh, I do, but luckily I think midfield is is actually for whatever reason it feels weak this week okay um but that's strange because literally every team's playing i don't know why (laughs) i just i don't like some of the matchups for the guys that i'm usually gonna look at or maybe someone's like javier morales i don't know exactly how much i'm gonna buy of him because they're out of the playoffs and they're in seattle so it it's kind of strange you have to put a little extra thought into the midfield this week but um the one guy i'm looking to right off the bat is lee win He's $200 less than he was uh, previous weeks, and he's at NYCFC. Um, I feel like New England's played really well there recently. Unfortunately, um, I think everybody plays well there. Yeah, exactly, but I, I think Chris Tierney especially has played really well there. Um, so Lee Wynn's a guy that I definitely would consider maybe taking two forwards in the the five to $6,500 range so I could fit Lee Wynn into a lineup. Um, and I, I kind of want to take a flyer on a tournament in a tournament on Benny Fellhaber this week. He's been playing terribly. So if he has a big game, not too many people are going to have him. It's true. I think, did I give you guys crap last, after last week? It might've just been <laughs> Skyler actually. Skyler oh, yeah. Yeah, with a winning lineup. <laughs> after I specifically asked, would you guys play Benny Fellhaber this week? And I believe I just got two straight no's. <laughs> and there he was in a winning GPP lineup. <laughs> well, you can't hold that I against Skyler. And... Skyler plays literally everybody, so no means not in more than five. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I think Skyler no, actually think... hedged slightly and said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think I came back. And said it's going to be tough to squeeze him in something along those lines, but he worked out in that one lineup just perfectly. Yeah. Right in, so. <laughs> just perfectly. Um, yeah, no means five lineups. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned Tierney, uh, who's obviously the most expensive midfielder. He's or excuse me, defender. He's now under the s- the seven thousand range. 
I believe he's the only defender who's averaging double-digit points, which, you know, those are obviously aren't like big, usually big scoring positions, but it's kind of interesting he's the only one. Uh, are there any others uh, that you like, Skyler? Yeah, I definitely like a full that he already mentioned him, but I think he's uh guy, he's been so consistent since he came in the league and his price has gone up, but I think if you're considering not playing Tierney, you need to save an extra thousand looks like maybe save an extra twelve hundred bucks, yeah. A full is definitely the guy. Um as far as any other defenders, uh, maybe a valued play on direction. He's coming back from suspension. I believe, and he's at 4,400, so I don't think he's still playing in the midfield. I think he's shifted back into that left-back role, but even at that, he still gets forward into the attack um, before his suspension. I think he had, like, three straight games with an assist, so he's definitely, uh, when he's out on the field, then he's definitely getting in the mix, so to save a little bit of bank, then I'm, I'm probably going to be looking at Shea. The thing I really like about Orlando is not only do they have to win, but they have to win big. Uh, I believe I just read. Well, that... they they have to win by like eight goals, perhaps. I th- um, correct. I, well, the yeah, the goal differential they have to make up is eight on New England. Right. So, yes. which isn't happening because New England's playing NYCFC. <laughs> so, so you don't think Orlando can score twelve on the Union this week? <laughs> <laughs> as much as I dislike the Union, yes. no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Kyle Laren double hat trick. That's right, and Kaká <laughs> double hat trick. Um, Carlos Rivas, I saw, had thirteen crosses last yes. night game. Yep. Um. Yeah, he sure did. The or Skyler before you came on, JD and I were talking, and JD was saying that he thought uh, some of these lineups could be a little off the wall just because of the, specifically the teams that have been eliminated because they could just mm-hmm. throw some guys out there. And he said, you know, I'm pretty sure I, you'd be able to find a guy on any team that that could make a difference that maybe we haven't heard of and could provide a value. And then he'd pause for a second and then goes, probably not the union. And <laughs> I'm guessing with a 12, with possibly allowing 12 goals, you're probably not taking any defenders from them anyway. But is there really nobody from Philadelphia that you'd consider, J.D.? Well, like I told you, we were filling out our uh, weekly rankings, which we have, I think, 20 spots at each of the three field positions and then 10 keepers. Yep. And I told you I pretty much put Philadelphia guys in there just because I felt like it was the all-star game. Right. Um, where, like, each team has to be represented. Um, so Fabinho, I think, is my 15th-ranked defender and I think Andre Blake squeezed in as a as a tournament keeper there at number ten. Right. <laughs> so I, I guess I would consider some Philadelphia attackers, but I just don't see value anywhere. Like Tranquilo Barnetta has, he's like made me consider playing him every time I watch, and then he does like a couple things. It's like why would I ever play this guy? <laughs> um, my Donna eighty four hundred is ridiculous for him. Um, as good as he is. Sapong? Um, Latou, Sapong. It's just too expensive. There's better options, and I I just don't know why you would play them. They're a mess. Steven Vittoria just walked out of the locker room while uh, Coach Curtin was talking last week. It just seems like nobody even wants to play anymore on Philadelphia's team. 
they're they're already packed in. They have their tea time or whatever golfer or soccer players do in the off season. So yeah, I I don't like anybody from Philly. Maybe um, Andre Blake in a tournament. So even though Orlando, I mean, it's not that. It, obviously, it's an absurd goal differential, but Orlando clearly has to score. There's no thought that maybe Philly could catch them being a little too offensive. Uh, Philadelphia is like doesn't strike me as like a tactically sound team, <laughs> so I don't even know if they're going to come in with a game plan. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they'll have something, but I, they could throw out a completely like youth lineup. Um, they could their back line could be a mess because Vittori is not going to play. Uh, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I certainly am not going to stake a, a good amount of my um, bankroll on the Union. Skyler, anyone in Philly you like? This is already the most we've talked about the Union all season, possibly combined. With two, baby. <laughs> get it, get Skyler uh, out of here. I wouldn't be surprised if they score like Andrew said. I think um, they could definitely um, catch him on the counter or something like that, and could be. Well, look, could, I think they'll be goal scored. I think it might be like five two or something like that. If they're going to catch yeah, him on I the think... counter, it's not going to be Latou because he is so slow. Unless <laughs> unless he's literally <laughs> cherry-picking and some guy's like hurt off sides, they're not going to catch – or keeping him on sides. Latou yeah, is not catching him. cherry-picking. I'll say this. Latou would seem to be the only one that cared about them putting on a, a decent performance last week, and they got crushed. So yeah. prop, props to him. He actually seems like he cares. He's just not good. Yeah, he just he pops up in the right place at the right time, that type of thing. But it, I actually was going to say if anybody from this game is going to be uh, Barnetta. Um, his, his numbers have been pretty good lately. I know JD said he does some pretty frustrating things, which he does if you're watching the games because those numbers could be better. Um, 5,900, he's somewhat worthy of considering. Um, just because of his recent production. So um, that's about the only player I'll probably consider from this game just because of all the other better options. Well, what about Orlando? You wouldn't... Well, yeah, I'm from Philly, my bad. Orlando, yeah, I actually love uh, Laren this game. I love uh, Brett Shea, as I already mentioned, and Kakata could have a good game too. Um, JD mentioned Rivas earlier. I'll definitely have some exposure to him. So and yeah, I how think about Orlando's Josh a good Ford? Player. Josh Ford is in goal because Tally Hall has knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Josh Ford is three thousand dollars. Wow, the minimum price for a keeper, I believe. There's your bargain bin keeper play, listeners. Who needs Mark Bloom? <laughs> yeah, I don't need him this week. Not so, when Josh Ford's three thousand. So looking at all of that, uh, you know that seems like a pretty decent stack jd is there one team that you think is like a the best stack of the weekend um, at least from an attacking standpoint that is a great question i think a sneaky stack i say sneaky a lot but i think seattle Seattle needs to have a good game heading into the playoffs. They have not been that great lately. They haven't been losing, but they just haven't looked that good. Um, Clint Dempsey is taking a ton of heat. He has one goal in his last 12. 
Um, but well, Oba- well deserved heat. Yeah, it is well deserved. Um, particularly, I mean, he's making a lot of money from the Sounders. It's not like he's just having a little vacation in MLS. He's <laughs> they're paying him a lot of money to be the face of their franchise, and I don't tune into Sounders games to watch him. That's for certain. I tune in for Obafemi Martins. I was gonna say you, you've always who, been the Obafemi Martins guy. Who has Holy cow, he has amazingly, um, he has so many goals. I'm looking at his game log. He has he has a goal in all of his last eight games except two or maybe ten games. Pretty solid. Yeah. He has a goal in seven of his last nine, and he has eight goals in that period. That's unbelievable, and he was rested Wednesday. They had uh, their CONCACAF Champions League group play, yep. and I think they actually played a... They didn't like play a completely phony lineup, but Martins was rested. He's going to be ready to play, and uh, I think he's... I almost mentioned him up there with a Drogba and a Spindola. Okay. I also think yeah, that Chicago... Say, uh... Chicago is like a crazy team that I want to play against New York for some reason this week. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I'm response. going there. Well, they beat them three <laughs> to two before, and they've been one of the best attacking teams of the last month. Yeah, I say that, and Colorado beat Kansas City, yeah. which I never would have predicted last night. So these teams that right. have nothing to play for are super dangerous because they like why defend when it doesn't matter what happens. Like just push the attack. That's true. So like teams like Colorado. Chicago, um, even RSL. I'm not Philadelphia, but NYCFC is another team that I think I could see myself taking multiple players from this weekend. Wow. Wow. I think I'm playing a a little safer on my end. I think my stack is going to be in that Portland-Colorado game. I think, yeah, Colorado came in and Shocked everybody last night. I just I don't see it happening again this weekend at Portland. Portland needs a win or a tie to get into the playoffs, and I think it's going to happen. ID's finally looking good. Um, Valeria is actually out this game, so they're going to have to um, get some production from guys like Nagby and Rod Wallace. Um, a super sneaky value play from this game if. Uh, if you're willing to play a defender that's actually listed as a midfielder is uh, Villafania. I think he's 4,200. He's He was 3,400 on the last slate, which made him super easy to plug in just because he crosses the ball even though he's on the wing. He gets into the box. I mean, he's the true, uh, true definition of an attacking wingback. So... I don't know. I just I think Portland's going to take it to him, and I'm going to have a lot of exposure to uh, to all their guys. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, usually the that's the other way you want to go. You don't want to go midfielder to defender, but I guess if he's out on the wing, it shouldn't really matter. Yeah, he had an assist. Last, or I think he had two assists last game, and he's been a guy that I've had my eye on just because he's so cheap, and he really does. I mean, he gets forward into the mix. Um yeah, his price jumped eight hundred you know, bucks last week. He's been a fixture yes. in my in my season long team. Yeah, for, and he just yeah. so he's so cheap that it's worth um, mix, throwing him in because he's going to get you a, a handful of points just from crosses. So I don't know. Keep an eye on him at least for the late slate. Um, that price is worth 
maybe sticking them in that flex spot and um, worth a look for sure. Uh, JD, which team definitely does not score this weekend? Which team definitely doesn't score? Uh, my first thought is Philadelphia. Philly, yep. My second thought is Houston. Mm-hmm. And third... I feel like there's going to be a dud in Los Angeles, Kansas City. Mm. I don't I don't know who, but I someone is not going to play well and it's probably going to be Kansas City. Right. Since they played yesterday or was it yeah. Yeah, yesterday. not even so much that. They've just haven't been themselves at all. Like not a single player on their team has impressed me in the last month and a half, 2 months. Mhm. I mean, they could get knocked out of the playoffs if they don't have a good game. San Jose could jump right past them. Yeah, they're limping right now for sure. They have not been good. Do you have a call on somebody like uh, who's not scoring this week, Skyler? Yeah, the Rapids. <laughs> Going back to that Portland game. Okay. Um, definitely. I, I just uh, Portland's got so much to play for here that it's the ball is in their hands. So, um, it was in Kansas City's hands last night. They didn't didn't do their thing, and now they're uh, flopping around like a fish, trying to figure out how they're going to get into the playoffs. So, now it's Portland's turn. I, Colorado's on a short rest, somewhat of a short rest. I just I think Portland's got everything uh, working in their favor to, to get the job done. So, after that, then I'd probably maybe look at Chicago. Um, I do think they could be a sneaky play just because they've had some guys like Gilberto step up lately. Akam's been a guy that I've uh, probably put in my lineups throughout the season um, every time he's available. I don't know if I'm going to this weekend. But New York, too, they it's uh, their supporter shield to lose. So I don't know. They're going to have to come out and win it. And I, I think they've got the talent, too. And I think Robles is good enough in the back so I could see uh, New York going in and, and putting like a 3-0 or 4-0 to win on Chicago and finishing it out like that if that's the case do you either of you consider Mike Grella after his record breaking goal last week how much has <laughs> his price risen I haven't gotten a chance to look he's at 7500 right now which uh, uh, so maybe not even at all yeah he hasn't been 200 yeah not much I don't think I'm going to consider Grella. That's just so much money for someone that, I mean, if you look at his box scores, it's not like he does this at all consistently. Yeah. Um, yeah he's, he's really goal dependent. Yeah, he's not, he's not a bad player at all. But the other thing that concerns me with him is they have a lot of good players that can play on that wing. So it's not like he's guaranteed for anything close to, to 90 minutes. Right. I mean, last game might have been the first time he's played 90 in a long time. Uh, since... Yeah, he's too the Yeah. Makes sense. He's been a lot of fun to watch, though. For a guy that no one wanted, that like really floated around American soccer for a long time, mm-hmm. um, or world soccer, I guess, he he's really played well this season and made himself a career. Yeah, he's been a good compliment to... Uh... BWP. I mean, he's he's made a name for himself in what could be the, the regular season champ. Um, I'd like to talk about some guys that you 
you will probably avoid, you know, some of the upper tier guys. Obviously, well, Kamara and Iguain don't fit in there, but JD, are there some of these upper tier guys that you're going to stay away from? You said you're obviously not going to have too much exposure to Javinko, but will you have any to David Villa, who's the second highest priced? I don't think I'll have any to David Villa. I think uh, New England's one of my one of my favorite defensive plays this weekend. So David Villa's out. He's just so expensive too. Um, and Bradley Wright Phillips is another guy that I, I look at all these great forwards that are fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars cheaper, and I ask myself why I would play BWP. Right. Um, I know it's like a they're very motivated to get the supporters shield, but that's not a team that has to rely on Bradley Wright Phillips. There's a lot of ways they can score and be dangerous, and um, it's not it's no longer just on him like it was last season. So. Which is weird to say since they had Henri, but he was kind of just feeding BWP. So, right. um, Clint Dempsey's another guy I probably won't have any of because Obafemi Martins is only $400 more. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, midfield, I wanted to bring this up. I don't like Mauro Diaz one bit for $9,600. Oh. I was just going to bring um, up Fabian Castillo because Dallas obviously has a shot at the Supporters' Shield. It's not, they, Chicago has to beat the Red Bulls, but. We've seen right. crazier things. I love Fabian Castillo this week. I just don't like Mario Diaz. Okay. Uh, Fabian Castillo, actually, if he would have had a goal last week, would have won me two tickets to MLS Cup. But oh man, uh, oh. unfortunately, he was just super quiet for the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Mario Diaz is kind of the, the same thing I talk about with San Jose all the time for the last two months or so is – they have Godoy, they have Fatai Lache, and they have Mark Pelosi just clogging up that midfield. And they really suffocate um, the other team's attacking midfielder when they're all on the field. So Diaz, is he's not a guy that like really fights through a lot of stuff. I think he's a little bit, I don't want to say fragile just because he's always hurt, but he just... He's not a guy like Iguain had that great goal last week where he bodied the guy up, knocked him off the ball, and then played that great chip in for the goal. Diaz is a guy that he just needs some space. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't have any, then I think it's gonna they're gonna rely more on Castillo on the wing. They're gonna try to just get it directly to Teixeira or uh, Tesho up top. So Diaz is a guy that I don't think I'll have too much of for ninety six hundred dollars. Skyler, who are you avoiding? Not Diaz. <laughs> well, I mentioned oh, him man. specifically because he's been so great lately that I think a lot of people are going to play him. And yeah. it's just I, a word of caution. I think there's some better plays in that price range. Yeah, no, you make some really valid points there. I mean, San Jose's defensive mids are, are up there with the top in the tops in the league. Um, Diaz, for me, it just Dallas, they're gonna, they've got the simultaneous game now with New York. So I don't think they're going to um leap new york for the supporter shield but they do have something to play for so i do think they'll come out guns a blazing and diaz is pulling the strings he's had uh i actually think you know the gangbusters that are san jose's defensive midfielders kind of works in diaz's favor as fragile as he is he's had 10 fouls drawn in his last two games so i could see him uh picking up another five or six in this game and you know he's he's had 11 crosses couple of assists so just with Dallas having something to play for then I think Diaz is still worth looking at Are you um, San Jose has a has even more to play for though 
Yes, they do. That's why I'm going to have some Wanda in my lineups. <laughs> That's, I knew we'd talk about him. I was so excited because, I mean, if anyone's going to score this weekend, it's Wanda. It's Wanda, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Even though Dallas has three straight shutouts. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as far as any players that I'm fading, though, than any of the big names, um, I think, I don't know, Robbie Keane, I might actually fade him this weekend. I was saying we haven't um, talked about the Galaxy much, so I was wondering if they, he was going to come up. It's a hard fade because he's scored, uh, he's had four goals in his last three games, three straight games with at least a goal. Um, but They're playing for a bye week too, so I, I think LA's going to come out blazing. Yeah, so if it's not Keane, then it's going to be um, Dos Santos too would be my other guy that I'm probably not really considering much of he just he's still not doing much of anything but who knows i mean just with how crazy things have been then that could be one of those sneaky plays that you uh, stick him in for keen instead of um, the masses that are going with keen and, and dos santos ends up winning a gpp so those are the two guys that i'm probably just because of the uncertainty surrounding them i'm just i don't know i'm shying away from them kind of early on if you're confident about, in the galaxy, is Zardes too much of a differential? Like if never, you, never. Okay. And they should play him at striker and put Dos Santos on the wing. I don't know why they don't do that. So you'd rather, if you weren't going to play Keen, you'd rather go with Zardes instead of Dos Santos. Um, there's some pretty solid is like two thousand cheaper. I was going to so. say there's solid twenty one hundred cheaper. He's seventy seven hundred, which is really getting into a great value range, but. He's also, I mean, we we just bashed Grella for being goal dependent, and Zardis is a little bit more expensive and also goal dependent. So he's a full three thousand, four thousand cheaper than Keen. Yeah, I can't say he's a great play, but if I see him playing as the a striker beside Keen rather than the the right midfielder slash winger that he's been lined up in for quite some time, I definitely consider him because striker is. De- there's been a lot of talk about how striker is definitely his better position i think yep. he just gets kind of lost on the wing and he f- he wants to impress arena so he plays a really strong defensive game and it just really has has hurt his offensive game i think he should replace josie at that spot for the u.s team well i think everybody should replace josie so that means you're not very high on josie this week no i was gonna bring that up eight thousand dollars <laughs> is absurd <laughs> why <laughs> Why do they insist on making Josie Altidore so expensive? But he's Laurent... got fresh legs from his red card. Laurent <laughs> yeah. Simon is going to eat him alive. He's probably only $2 on Mondo Gold, though. So. <laughs> um, uh... Uh, so the we've kind of gone through a, a lot of these. Houston, you guys said, or J.D., you mentioned Houston as a possible... Uh, shutout candidate, meaning to be shut out. Um, yes. So you don't. You, so you would go with sort of a Vancouver defensive options there. I like a Vancouver defensive stack. They're a little bit expensive for my liking, yep. but uh, if you go Kendall Waston, I was gonna say who, Waston's not that expensive. No, he's thirty seven hundred. He's a center back. Yeah, but he. He's looked so hungry for a goal for as long as I can remember watching him this season. Last season, he had so many goals in half of a year. Um, and he has three shots, three shots, and two shots, which I'm assuming are all off corner kicks. Yep, I was just going to um, say that. 
But if ever a guy was going to score a goal in a game that didn't mean anything, it's Waston this weekend. I mean, he just wants one so bad that they might even try and feed him on every set piece. <laughs> I feel like if you didn't watch yeah, soccer much... Yeah, the type much, of center back you love. Exactly. I was going to say, if you don't watch soccer much and you just like happen to turn a game on like this and there was a corner and you looked at everybody in the box and was like, which one of these guys is going to score? <laughs> everybody would choose him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you even huge. showed like an ISO cam with just his face and determination and the, <laughs> the look in his eyes, yeah, you could pick him out for sure. You're not picking Pomadou Ka. <laughs> right. <laughs> This is the Watson that we've been hoping for. Like earlier in the season, like we, I think we were all at least considering him just because we knew what he's capable of. But yep. he wasn't. He didn't seem near as like ambitious to uh, to score. I don't know what was going on, but now it seems like the Watson that we all know is is inside of him is uh, <laughs> starting to show up. So well, I think when he sh- when he showed up last year, Carl Robinson was probably so scared of him that he couldn't say, hey, Watson, you're a center back. You can't drift up into the attack every 60 <laughs> seconds. And But over the offseason, he probably got less scared and reined him in a little bit. But Watson's been great. I think Taylor Twellman said he's the, the defender of the year in his book. Obviously not in yours. In mine? Right. Why? Who would be my defender of the year? I, I thought it was for sure Simon. Uh, it probably is, but he's missed. He missed all that time for being a complete idiot. So. <laughs> I mean, but he's definitely the one that makes his defense the best. I mean, Omar Gonzalez isn't even in the at the same level this season as uh, Simon is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Matt Miazga, when he's played, is way up there. Miazga's got to be the next starting center back for the U.S. team to go back to the that. I think he's such he could easy... start today. I'd be that, fine with that. I, I completely agree with you. I think I was, I didn't appreciate it until I saw him play. Actually, that game we both went to that uh, Red Bulls, New York City FC game at Yankee Stadium, and he was just a beast. And I, he's very good. I mean, I'd be, I'd be a little bit surprised if he was playing for the Red Bulls next year. Mm. He'll get, he'll definitely get plenty of talk probably in January since it'll be ahead of their season. But, um, anyway. Josh Ford, three thousand bucks. Any other cheap goalkeepers that you guys like? Like we're we, we're talking about some very expensive attacking players, so we're gonna have to save money somewhere. Yeah, uh, Bill Hamid is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's the ninth most expensive keeper. So playing a Columbus team without their two best attackers, I like him a lot. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a good call. I like uh, Bobby Shuttleworth. I do think. Uh, I actually think David Villa is worth a look. But I think New England is gonna. Um, I think they'll get the job done on he's the Sunday. Same as Hamid, he's yeah, he's forty eight hundred. So um, I think they're gonna at least get the win. Um, he'll probably get some saves mixed in. Maybe he'll give up a goal or two. But I think he's gonna end up between like eight to ten points. So worth a look for me. Anyone touching John Bush? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> No, I can't even take that seriously. You don't think they win 3-2 and he gets the win? No. Nope. Two goals allowed but a win? How about Five David saves? Bingham? If San Jose shuts it down like I yeah. uh, said they might, he's only 4,200. Sure awesome is. tournament play. He's won many people tournaments this season with his big games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good call. I, I don't know where I am with this game. I think I'm leaning more towards 
in San Jose's favor because I do think New York will probably have uh, the supporter shield wrapped up by halftime of this game. So Dallas will know like so they don't have John anything. To, yeah, so <laughs> Dal- Dallas will know they don't have anything to play for, and San Jose has everything to play for. So I actually think that's kind of what I'm playing out in my head right now. I feel like so if, I like the Bingham play. Yeah, given the matchup and the price, I just feel like if you're not taking one of the higher-priced kind of sure things, Quarse or Robles, then you have to go Josh Ford. Uh, yeah, in a, no? maybe in a cash game. In a tournament, though, I mean, I, Hamid, you have to really consider, and Shuttleworth as well. One of those two guys is probably getting a shutout. You don't think Ford could? He definitely could, but I think everybody's going to have Ford. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think it's a Ford, little bit of... once somebody realizes that Ford is a starting keeper at 3,000, he's going to be in some lineups. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a little bit of game theory. Yeah, it's. I mean, he's definitely a good play for sure. I think he could shut out Philly, no doubt, with uh, what Orlando has at stake. I mean, eight goal difference, it's going to be tough. But, um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's probably going to be in most of my lineups just because he's so cheap. Mm-hmm. I don't mind Colorado's keeper either, whether it's Clint Irwin at thirty seven hundred or Zach McMath who had the shutout last night at thirty four hundred. I mean that that's a great price for a Portland team missing Diego Valeri. Granted they they were awesome last week against LA and one of my favorite MLS matches I've watched all season. But um It was a lot of fun. Portland hasn't opened up offensively until the last two games, I think. I mean, usually they just kind of turtle. They're not that fun to watch like they should be with their personnel. And now that they, they're pretty much in the driver's seat, if they get a point, they're fine. So I can kind of see Portland maybe letting their foot off the gas a little bit in this one. They don't have Valeri. Uh, and Colorado just, just kept a clean sheet, so who knows? Hmm. I'm not. I'm definitely not playing them in cash. But if I, I'll put them in one or two tournament lineups. Just the the Colorado keeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. You know who else I like with Hamid? Sean Franklin, uh, the fullback, is only thirty nine hundred, and he's uh, as good as a lot of those mid four thousand dollar range fullbacks. Wow, his price has dropped. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's kind of stayed there for the last week or two, I think, and it. Yeah, I, I guess it only I dropped a hundred bucks. A yeah, <laughs> he's better than Taylor Kemp, I think, and Taylor Kemp is fifty five hundred or something. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Franklin play as a midfielder. He's played there before. Yeah, that's a good call. With these, I mean, I could see him shift up the field. Who knows? Wow. Uh. I have one last question for you guys. Who wins the cup? What do they call it now? The Audi MLS Volkswagen Cup? Yeah, the actual uh, that sounds about MLS right. Cup. Playoffs. MLS Cup brought to you by Audi? Yeah. Who wins it? I think FC Dallas. Oh. Man, it's a good... I like that. After seeing them live, like they... Really impressed me live. So, if uh, Mara Diaz stays healthy, yeah, then they're they're by far one of the best attacking teams, if not the best. Um, they don't really have a weak spot, so I like them a lot. I like the Red Bulls too. 
You yeah, think... I'm gonna um, be the cop out and say the Galaxy will. I was just about to say you think. Put a run together. You think Dallas has a better attack than than the Galaxy, JD? Um, I think it's honestly about even. I don't think that uh, LA's is that much better than Dallas, if at all. Okay. Dallas is just they work together better. And the Galaxy are really going to need to focus on not getting destroyed by the other team uh, in the midfield like Portland did last weekend. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, Janino and Steven Gerrard could not keep up. Yeah. So something something needs to change with the Galaxy if they're actually going to make a run for the Cup. Yeah, I really like Dallas. I mean, they they look together right now, and their defense was... Just again, seeing them play live and and watching them line up and work together like they look like an MLS Cup type team. Um, that being said, I could totally see LA just with the caliber of talent that they have. You know, I could even see them having a bad game this weekend and then putting together an MLS Cup playoff run just because of just because that's you know that's what they're capable of doing. So. Yeah, you can never count the Galaxy out. I mean, it's we haven't even mentioned the Whitecaps or Montreal, both of whom I think have another. Both have good chances too. I was just about to say, if if you had to pick an Eastern Conference team that wasn't the Red Bulls, who would you pick? But obviously, you just answered that one. Montreal. Uh, yeah, Montreal or New England actually would be my two. I don't. I think DC United, Columbus, and Toronto all have uh, pretty significant flaws, while Montreal and New England don't. Who's your pick, Andrew? Uh, I was going to go with the Galaxy, actually. Um, ah. And I'll I'll stay with that one. I would love, absolutely love to see Javinko just crush everybody and lead them <laughs> to the cup. That's what I really want to see. Just drop the mic at the end of the season. Absolutely. And unfortunately go right back to Europe or something like that. Although I see there's a, there was an article on Deadspin last week, two weeks ago. About how Javinko's too good for Major League Soccer. That, yeah, that caused quite the ruckus. Yeah, didn't it, it did. Um, I'm in the boat that, that thinking it was like ridiculous, but it misses the whole point that he's the highest paid Italian player in the world playing here, and that he'll literally have to take a pay cut to go anywhere else. Uh, and these guys, you know, as much as they want to play for the best teams in the world, they're, they're making a living here, so. Some people don't want to play in the the best league in the world that has all the attention on him. And mm-hmm. I mean, Javinko just seems like he likes to go out and play and have fun, and then leave it there. Yeah, which yeah, is I think perfectly he's stood up fine. For the league too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think he's come out and said it's actually you know a legit league. Like there's some good players here. So yeah, <laughs> and then he goes and makes them all look like clowns. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. What and what we reap speaks... the rewards with his fantasy points. I think he people overreact to where he was at Juventus, like third string at Juventus, and they're like, "Well, that's why he had to come to Major League Soccer." And it's like, I'm pretty sure he could have started for every other team in Italy. He just happened to be a backup on the best team that they had, and they won that went the, to the Champions League final, right? Yeah. That, and that blew through the the season last year, like that the Scudetto wasn't even close, so. I feel like this whole like he had to leave because he wasn't playing in Europe. It was he wasn't playing for, you know, one of the five best teams in Europe. So not yeah, everybody can. It's it's an absurd argument. Yeah. Uh gents, thank you very much. This was a fantastic regular season. Uh, Skylar, do you have any insight if there's gonna be some playoff DraftKings contests? 
Oh yeah, yeah. There, there will definitely be some uh, playoffs on DraftKings. So um, in addition to that, there's going to be should be some more beat Taylor Twelman contests up. So I think there's going to be uh, I think there's already a, a contest up in the DraftKings lobby where you can win a trip for two VIP trip to the MLS Cup. So check that out. And yeah, definitely think we're going to be having some fun throughout the playoffs. So. Stay tuned. Great, yeah. Then we'll keep this going, whether that was news to you guys or not. But we might as well keep the pod going to help everyone out. But yeah, and the the Taylor Twelman uh, ticket contest. Let me say this: there was like there's 700 spots or whatever in that tournament, um, and I think less than 200 um, entries were in the one last weekend. So right? uh, your odds are awesome if you max out your five entries, which is uh, a whopping total of 15 bucks. Wow! Right. Just make sure you have a different entry on each one because you're trying for that trip. So I've seen a couple of people enter multiple entries into uh, contests like these with the same lineup. So you gotta you gotta uh, diversify. You gotta have some multiple entries. It doesn't become a trip a... for four if you use the same lineup twice. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna win the same trip twice. So uh, make sure you're doing your due diligence there. I see the one here in the lobby. It's 997 entries. Ah, uh, they must have made it bigger. Yeah. 38 people have gotten in so far. It's probably <laughs> They're almost th- what it was last week yeah, on the five minutes before the It's probably started. only 32 and yeah. five Skylers, but. <laughs> Not yet. I don't I, think oh, I've entered right. yet, but I will be. These trips are big time, guys. Get in. It's a, a lot of fun. I've been on a couple. They take care of you. So it's a, it's a really good time. You get to. Meet some MLS players, watch some action. So it's a good time. Yeah, um, Hesh Hambazaza, who was on our podcast earlier this week, won the one for New York. He's going to the uh, New England game this weekend at Yankee Stadium thanks to DraftKings and Major League Soccer. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think um, this season we've seen a few of these pop up here towards the end of the year. Next season is going to be even bigger, so I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. I'm definitely uh hoping to win a few more myself we'll see yeah we've discussed this kind of previously that you know being able to play for stuff like this is fun oh but, yeah uh i think mondo goal was doing earlier even though they were doing signed jerseys and stuff like that i wish we saw um, west ham tickets west ham <laughs> tickets that's right that's right give but, them all to me the west the <laughs> end of the season west ham tickets that don't matter Just fly to <laughs> that's England. what i want yeah, unfortunately, they probably don't fly you there, but yeah, <laughs> um, would be cool. Yeah, guys, thank you very much. Enjoy the final weekend of the regular season, and good luck. Good luck, guys. Uh, get at us on Twitter if you have any questions. It's a, a big last weekend, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. And check those lineups. My goodness, check those lineups. That's all right. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotawire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? 
Of course it's dangerous. Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.